our viewers are so well informed and so questioning that I know that by now they all know that Supreme Court of India today gave two landmark judgments. Landmark for different reasons. One, of course, was about how the chief election commissioners are to be appointed. That will lead to controversy. There will be pushback from the circle government. That is one order. The other order, which is important also, but also which is more remarkable for other reasons. That is the order in the Adani stock meltdown case. That Adani Group's stocks melted down. A lot of investors suffered. A lot of people went with petitions in the Supreme Court and Supreme Court has decided to intervene. So in this episode of Cut the Clutter, because you will get so much gyan on the election commissioner method all across your TV channels, etc, etc. And also because I have a strong opinion as well, let me qualify that in the very beginning on the Adani stock meltdown business that I will focus only on the Supreme Court judgment on the Adani stocks meltdown, which if I may say so with great humility is a little bit unconventional. I'm inclined to use a stronger adjective, but I'd rather not do it because that's not our method, even if we bring in some opinion. And as I warned you just now, there will be some opinion thrown in today. Now, before I come to opinion and give you reasons as to why I have an opinion and why I think it is not such a great idea for the Supreme Court to have waded into what is purely or should have been purely a function of the markets. Also because I believe and I can show you the facts to make the point that the markets are working quite well. And for that, I will again steal something, a line from the judiciary with again great humility. And I'm not saying anybody is above the judiciary, but you know, the judiciary likes to say, the judges like to say, may you ever be so high, but the law is above you. Fantastic. Nobody can disagree with that. But if you keep the judiciary out, right, then I would say, and I used it in a national interest four weeks earlier when the Adani story broke, Hindenburg report broke, that maybe we could modify that a little bit to say, may you ever be so high, but the market is above you. For heaven's sake, I'm not su suggesting that the market is above the judiciary, definitely not the Supreme Court of India or any court in India. But when it comes to what's happening in the markets, when it comes to market players, businessmen, people whose stocks are listed, people who are buying stocks, people who are running mutual funds, managing mutual funds, people who are investing in mutual funds, when it comes to all of them, right, uh, all your Birla, Tata, Ambani, Adani, whoever, then the market is the master then the market is above all of them. Now, see, meanwhile, I will tell you about what the judges have said and what the order says. It's not a particularly complex or difficult order. In fact, it's a very well-written order. One of the new things with the Supreme Court is the clarity of its orders. It's a nine-page order, nine-page, double-space in big type. It's you know, it maybe it's like reading two op-ed articles and there also a lot of it is preamble and etc, etc. So you have to read very little. It's written with great clarity. So I will come to the order and what it means. But before that, I will tell you what have the markets been doing. So if you look at the state of the Indian markets, how much have the Adani shares lost? This whole hullabaloo is that Adani shares had a meltdown. Adani shares had a meltdown and if they had a meltdown, the first question that arises is, did they deserve to have a meltdown? Did they not deserve to have a meltdown? If they did not deserve to have a meltdown and melted down on the market because somebody played the market, then Adani group is the victim. 
Is it anybody's case that Adani Group is the victim? Because if that was the case, then why would Supreme Court be intervening now? Supreme Court is intervening because they think that the interests of the small investor have been hurt because of this loss of value in the markets. Good point. Then we come to who has lost the value and what has happened to India's stock markets. Look at basically what's happened to India's stock markets between January 24, the day the Hindenburg report came out, and now. On the day the Hindenburg report came out, the value of Nifty, that is our large index, Nifty on Jan 24 was 18,118, today is 17,321 down, just over 4%, just over 4%, right? The Sensex similarly on Jan 24 was 60,978, say 61,000, today it's 58,909, so say 59,000, so down just over 3%, right? So now you might say, Are Baba, look at this Adani. Everything there is to Indian markets and Indian economy is Adani. And Adani was so overpriced and there was so much manipulation and so much this and that. And now Adani has lost so much value. 12 trillion rupees, that is 12 lakh crore rupees worth of value has been lost in Adani shares. 12 lakh crore. But after the loss of 12 lakh crore of value, Indian stock market in terms of its total valuation or India's indices that is Sensex and Nifty have declined just, just over 3% between 3 and 4% in flag. In fact, if you compare them with global markets, this is fully in keeping with the trend in global markets. So first lesson that Indian markets have now become so big, the size of India's markets is so big now that even if you take out 12 trillion rupees worth of value, right? It's like a flea bite. So it's not as if Indian markets collapse. In our country, markets had collapsed with Ketan Parekh, Harshad Mehta over scams that went into a few hundred crores of rupees or maybe 1,000, 1,500 crores of rupees. In this case, 12 lakh crores of value has been taken out, but the market has taken it in its stride. So once again, may you ever be so high, the market is above you. So this market can take and Adani meltdown in its stride. Second, see what the market has done to Adani. That's very important. Now you will see these charts running on your screens. If you look at Adani shares, first of all, I will give you broadly Adani share prices on January 24, then Feb 24, that is a month after the Hindenburg report, and March 2, that is on the day that I am recording this, and see what's happened to Adani Group's share prices. Jan 24, the flagship company Adani Enterprises, 3,442. That, that is the one that was having a follow-on offer. Listen, you people, those of you who are in the markets or who play the markets or who track the markets or who are day traders, you know all this better than me. But the fact is that most people are not. Most people are people like me who buy mutual funds and trust our fund managers to do whatever and don't particularly track the market. So if you track the markets and it looks like it looks to you like I'm repeating things, I apologize to you, but there are many more out there who don't. So look at Adani Enterprises. Gen 24, 3442, 3442, Feb 24, 1314, right? That is almost 60, 65% gone. Today, it is on March 2, it is 1606. So at the peak, the flagship company's share price lost 61.8% of the value. That's 62% of the value. value. Let, let me round up the figures. Today, after some correction, some correction on the positive side, it is still 
in the deficit of 53%. So more than half the value in Adani Group's flagship company is lost. Adani Group's other companies, Adani Ports and Special Economic Zones, at the peak it was down 26.5%. Today it's down 18%, so one-fifth of the value is still gone. Adani Power at the peak was down 46%. Lately, in fact, last few sessions, Adani Group shares have improved a little bit. Even after this Supreme Court judgment, it looks like they had gone up just a little bit. Then look at Adani Power. Adani Power at the peak was down 46%. Even today, it's down 41%. Adani Transmission. Now, these are companies which have really suffered heavily. Hindenburg in its report said that Adani Group companies have to, have to lose 85% of the value. So, some of the Adani Group companies are vindicating Hindenburg. And we are coming to that pack now. Adani Transmission down 74%. Adani Green Energy down 75% at the peak. Now down 72%. So, thereabouts, right? So, Hindenburg said 85%. This one is down 75%. Some more have done quote-unquote better. So, Adani Total Gas. Now, Adani Total Gas is a partner with a French company, French oil company, oil giant. That is Total. Total was to also invest in green hydrogen with Adani. So they were the first to react after a Hindenburg report saying that until Adani Group goes through a due diligence by one of the big five uh, audit firms, they are holding on to their green hydrogen investment. So Adani Total has come the closest to Hindenburg estimate of loss of value. So they, Adani Total has lost 80.8, so say 81% of the value. And while some other companies have improved it a little bit over the last few sessions, Adani Total has not. It continues to have a loss of 81%. Adani Wilmer, which is like a foods, banaspati type of company, edible oil type of company, that it's also not of that much market cap. That has lost about 31%, at the peak 37%. Ambuja Cement, lost 26%. That means one-fourth of the value is gone. It's a solid, robust cement-making company which has money coming into the bank every day, uh, sells everything it produces. At the peak, it was down 30, 31%. And ACC, which is again a cement company, down about 24-25%. Now, look at the other chart. If you look at this chart, and once, I, once I'm done with the chart in the next two minutes, I will draw a line under the charts and I will draw my larger conclusion which is relevant to this Supreme Court order today. If you look at the, this is the chart of market cap, which is the valuation of each company on the market. So I will not read the full figures for you. It gets very cluttered. So if you see the flagship company, Adani Enterprises, Jan 24, on the morning of the Hindenburg report, it was nearly 4 lakh crores worth, right? 4 trillion rupees. Today, it's a lakh and 83,000 crores. So 53% of the value is gone from the company. Similarly, you look at other companies and when you come to the worst hit companies, you see the chart, you can look, you can look at the figures. One is the value on Jan, 20, Jan 24, uh, second is the value in terms of market cap today, March 2, and third is the loss in value in percentages. Then you come to Adani Total Gas, loss of 81%, Adani Green Energy, loss of 74%. So if you look at the total value, total value on Jan 24 was 19,18,000 crores, right? A little before that, it was, in fact, above 20 lakh crores, 19,18,000 crores. Today, it's 7,84,988. So let's say 7,85,000 crores, which means nearly 
12 lakh crores of value has been lost on adani shares in these in these 5 weeks or so this is an incredible punishment now when i draw the line under these graphics and come to my conclusion so the conclusion is that the market has already if there was something wrong with the adani group shares or if it was something if there was something wrong with how they were priced and if they were overpriced right then the market has already punished the adani group most severely for it taking away nearly 60% of your value that means if you had 10 rupees 6 are gone right that is a staggering loss for the company and its promoters and who's the one who's lost the money because you know that in most of these companies adani group the family itself the owners themselves are nearly 75% of the shareholding so 75% of the loss has gone from their account they have, they have, it hasn't gone from any investors mutual funds etc etc and i will come to that in a little bit more granular detail in a couple of minutes but the fact is that the promoters have suffered most of this loss and now if the insinuation is and that is what the supreme court also wants investigated they want sebi to investigate it that is it true that adani group was also having a lot of its old shell companies front companies whatever you call them or funny companies holding a lot of its shareholding because if you are publicly listed there has to be minimum amount of shareholding percentage of shareholding with public so was a lot of that instead of public public janta janta was being held by companies which indirectly are controlled by the adani so that's a violation of law that's a violation of law because then you are indirectly controlling your shares which are supposed to be in public float and you can then control your share price so there are there are two points that arise from that one if that was the case then they haven't suffered the family has suffered or the owners have suffered not just 75% of all the losses but if they were holding shares un- in, under funny companies indirectly owned by them all that losses also come to them and second if the idea was it because they hold all these shares themselves some formally some quote unquote informally through mauritius or whatever and that's why they are able to keep their share prices so high the fact is they've not been able to sustain those share prices so people have still come out and sold the share prices market perceptions have changed because their futures options all kinds of mechanisms in the market whereby it's now become impossible especially for a large company small companies penny stocks they do funny things still it's become impossible for a large company to manipulate its share prices particularly if its companies have large market caps again the question is oh but some of the adani companies were were valued at 800 times their price earning ratio now that looks outrageous 800 times price earning ratio it's also true that now the market figured it out and the market has punished them you haven't needed to send any cbi any ed any cbdt etc etc not even sebi to intervene to get these share prices to moderate come down find more realistic levels the market has done it and market operators have done it and market forces have done it that's the reason i say may you ever be so high the market is above you so market has won this battle with adani what is then the supreme court getting into and what are they after look at the adani adani's in fact have been realistic i had said when i wrote that national interest that the market has won it's now for adani to decide whether he's lost or not right 
he would have lost even more comprehensively if he had tried to manipulate the markets and thrown more money in the market to sustain the share prices whereas it looks like there's been there's been some dawning of realism and they haven't done it because they also know that in today's markets it's impossible to sustain your share price like this even if you own most of your shares because as i told you there are many mechanisms in the market so if you see what what have they done they've actually pulled back from a lot of their more adventurous activity. They were on the verge of acquiring a power plant, a 7,000 crore worth of power plant called DB Power. They pulled out of that deal. They've also pulled out of their bid. They said they are going to bid for the privatization of a public sector, listed public sector company, Power Trading Corporation, which is today valued in the market at about 2,900 crores. They were to be bidders for that. They said they will not bid and chances are that this acquisition this acquisition flurry in which Adani Group was involved, that has now been stalled. So Adani Group now be, will now be licking its wounds and consolidating for some time, reassuring its investors, reassuring its lenders. They've paid back some of the lenders, some of the lenders. And the idea and the momentum whereby they could just acquire anything by borrowing money, that momentum has now been broken. Who's done it? Nobody's diktat has done it. Poor anonymous market has done it. Now, if the market has been able to do justice in such a spectacular manner within a matter of five weeks, what is it that the judges are after? Now, the judges have made some points and judges are coming from a good place in the heart, right? The judges worry about the small investors. So first thing I want to tell you is that everything in the stock markets is not about the small investor. Don't opinion. Don't infantilize the small investor. Investor, big or small, whoever goes to the stock markets knows that they are, there are risks. Investment in stock markets are subject to market risks. Read of a document carefully before investing. That is a statutory warning. So people are going towards risk capital. This is risk capital. For 30 years, this country, our governments, all governments have been promoting the idea of shifting from debt to equity. Uh, from government debt, small savings, etc. to equity, equity has been incentivized. So the idea is to shift more of your people towards risk capital. How do you manage that risk? Is by having a good regulator, having a fair market uh, place with fair market practices and transparency. Then everybody is on their own. And then you have the mutual funds, mutual funds which act on behalf of many, many, many investors. Now, if you look at Look at this judgment. It's a nine-page judgment. In the nine-page judgment, they list SEBI's submission, highlights of SEBI's submission to the Supreme Court, where SEBI says, what is its role? So first role is SEBI has to ensure mandatory disclosure by listed companies for all investors so that they can, they can make their own informed decisions, that these disclosures are available to all, so that a fair and free price discovery can take place. The function of the market is price discovery. Nobody fixes the price in the market. Number two, market systems should be sustained to ensure seamless trading and settlement, including volatility management. So suddenly something goes up to high, something comes down to high, you know, the circuit breaker comes in and trading stops. That is to ensure that volatility does not go out of control. And number three, to take enforcement action in the event of misconduct, including, including fraud and violation of SEBI regulations. So those are the major functions of SEBI, which SEBI has listed in its submission. Now, what is it that the Supreme Court has told the committee it's formed to do? You will see the names of committee members on your screens. They are all 
very well reputed people even of the two judges one actually was chairman of securities appellate tribunal sat so these are people with domain knowledge who been there done that op bhat was chairman of state bank of india uh, KV Kamath, Nandan Dilakani, we, we, we know all of them. All of them know the markets. All of them have been in the markets in their own ways. So what is it that they will be doing? I'll come to that. But before that, I will tell you what the court has asked SEBI to do. So the court has acknowledged all the things that SEBI is doing in its inquiry. But they say SEBI has not specifically said that they are also looking at violation of Rule 19A of the Secur Securities Contract Regulation Rules of 1957. What is Rule 19A? Rule 19A is that a minimum number of shareholding or minimum number of shares in a listed company should be with public. They should not be with promoters. So did the promoter in this case, the Adani family, actually hold in the name of Benami companies or shell companies or funny companies? I may not be able to use the exact technical term. So funny means something that's not regular or that is not fully legal, sham companies. If they were doing that, SEBI should investigate that. Not to think that SEBI is not investigating that would mean that SEBI is not doing its job, but it's all right. Supreme Court has told the SEBI to do its job well. Number two, SEBI has to find out, the court says, if there was any failure to disclose transaction within related parties to SEBI, right? Again, that is something that SEBI should be doing routinely. Number three, whether any manipulation in stock prices in contravention of existing laws took place and that report has to be given within two months. Now, if SEBI wasn't doing any of this, then SEBI was really not doing its job. So anyway, it's fine for Supreme Court to remind SEBI to do, do its job. What will the committee do? First of all, committee will assess and that is where I have some questions. Committee will make an overall assessment of why so much volatility has taken place in stock markets in recent times. I mean, stock markets all over the world have been volatile in recent times. This is a very volatile world, right? Stock markets will be volatile. Markets reflect what's happening in society, in between nations, wars break out, markets respond, drought comes, markets respond, earthquake happens, markets respond, markets respond to real life situations. Anyway, these wise people will make an overall assessment of why there has been such volatility in the markets. I'd like to read those answers and be educated. Number two, how to strengthen investor awareness. Fine, it's a nice platitude. Uh, investors in India, by the way, are very aware of the markets. That's the reason so few small investors invested in Adani stock. The fact is not only did so few investors, small investors invest in Adani stock, Almost no mutual funds invested in Adani stock because you know what? Just as the old film line goes, the public has sab janti hai, ye market hai, ye market sab janta hai, sab ki asliyat janta hai. This market knows what is everybody's reality. That's why very few small investors bought into Adani stocks and almost no mutual funds bought into Adani stocks. In fact, if you have investments in mutual fund, just check their portfolio. And if you, if you find any Adani stock, then please reply to me uh, in, in your responses under this video. You might find some in your debt funds, particularly the most more aggressive debt funds. They might have given some debt to Adani, but Adani stock, you will have to really search with a big high power lens to find a mutual fund which has bought into Adani stock. So public is very aware already. Number three, if there was any regulatory failure vis-a-vis -vis the Adani companies. Number four, suggest measures to strengthen regulatory framework. By the way, the person who heads SEBI right now, Madhvipuri Butch, 
she used to work uh, in ICICI earlier. She's one of the people, one of the really brilliant people who grew under the watch of Mr. K.B. K.B. Kamak when he was heading ICICI Bank. It was under his watch that an entire cadre of brilliant women professionals came up at ICICI Bank. Madhvi was one of them and she's heading SEBI right now. So this committee will suggest measures to strengthen regulatory framework. Number fifth point, this will also strengthen compliance within the existing framework for protection of investors. Now, protection of investors is a very important thing. Now, once we have seen all these figures, you've seen these tables, I've given you also highlights of the court judgment. Let me make some quick points and I will run through these very quickly. So number one, did the Adani group something wrong? I don't know. Will the court, will the court appointed panel find out? I don't know. Will SEBI find out? I don't know. But if they know, we'll find out. Although the committee will give its report to the Supreme Court in sealed cover, I hope the Supreme Court will open that sealed cover. But the fact is, the market thinks something was wrong. And that's why the Adani Group has been punished to the tune of 12 trillion rupees. It's not small change. It's not small change even for second richest man in the world once. Now he's far from being the second. But even for the second richest man in the world to lose 12 tri trillion rupees is a very big blow. The market has delivered it already. The Adani Group has been delivered a crippling blow. Number two, all companies are down. All Adani Group companies are down. But those companies which have solid physical businesses are down the least. For example, the port company, the power company, the cement companies. And those companies have also begun to recover the market. So once again, the markets know better. Markets know what is souffle, what is solid. What's a cake, what is souffle. Souffle has a lot of air in it. The markets know what's a bubble, what's the real thing. Number three, if the shares were overpriced, markets have corrected. I told you some shares were 800 times price earning ratio. They've corrected severely now. But you know, in the marketplace, who is to decide what is the correct pricing for a share? Were the Adani Group shares overpriced? Certainly the market thinks so and that's why that's why they've corrected so severely, so drastically. So some shares were 800 times price earning ratio. Looks really outrageous. But you know, in the marketplace, who's to decide what's the fair price for a share? Now, this may have been 800 times, uh, times price earning. Looks really high, outrageous. But look at some of the other shares. Look at some of the startups. Nika, Zomato, they have no profit, right? So when there is no profit, there is no price earning ratio at all. And yet those shares are priced so high. So there is no statutory pricing formula for the markets. The markets have a mind of their own. That is, that's a rhetorical point. I am leaving it there. I'm not saying whether Nika's or Zomato's price is overpriced. That is something between the buyers and the sellers. Next point, regulators so far have worked very well, right? While it's always a good idea to strengthen regulation, regulators have worked very well, regulation has worked very well and volatility has been managed, if I may use that expression, beautifully so far. Because not on one day was there a crisis in the markets, there was never a payments crisis, nothing of the kind of situations we used to have in the past. This market has taken this blow, this punch on the chin very, very stoically. And the regulators have worked very well and very calmly. Next point, number fifth point, small investor mostly is not heard. First of all, the market knows no mutual fund, no institution barring LIC, which is a different story and maybe needs, uh, needs some more exploration. Nobody has lost any money, none of these. 
almost no mutual fund has lost any real money in adani stock no bank has a default or has recalled a loan to adani group right if at all adani group has repaid some of its foreign debt to calm its lenders next and finally please for heaven's sake and this is a this is a submission to the judges also honorable judges also don't infantilize the indian investor don't infantilize the indian small investor indian small investor is very wise now indian small investor also takes risks this is not the investor of 30 40 years back who needed protection and remember for it is for that that government of india had unit trust of india that okay okay don't play the market you give money to unit trust of india which is a wonderful venerable organization that government of india runs they will take your money they will invest it in the markets and they will give you a dividend and it will go up a little bit in the value also but not very much but your risk will be nothing because you are an infant right you are an infant with very low iq right you can't be trusted with your own money and the market is a wild place so give it to us government we've set up unit trust of india they will invest it for you until you know what happened until one day unit trust of india collapsed and when unit trust of india collapsed it was government of india that opened its wallet and bailed those small investors out that situation is now gone that is long past in history in fact as i tell you this story many of you will have no recollection of this this is a very mature very large market